Vincennes, they got a university over there, don't you know? Uh, They're making a little bit of noise because they're going to be starting an apprenticeship program with Amazon. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us now from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. And this is an interesting way to look at things because first, uh, connection to Amazon certainly uh, can't hurt and certainly couldn't hurt the state of Indiana if there's the more possibilities of things happening here. Uh, secondly, this is all about robotics. Yep. Well, yeah, I, absolutely, I thought, Tony. I thought I was leading you into it, man. I thought <laughs> well, we're, we're rusty, kid. That's what I think is going I, on. I know. We've been, been away for two weeks. Uh, but, you know, this. Tony, it, it, well, it's, this, um, I tell you, this partnership, Vincent University, Amazon, uh, some might think, hey, it's kind of in the weeds in this whole workforce development uh, conversation. But this is really a big deal. Vincennes, by the way, is Indiana's oldest uh, university, oldest uh, public university. And they've been doing some training kind of I'll say behind the scenes, but quietly, they've been training and partnering with companies around the state for a long time. This announcement is an outgrowth of something that began back in 2019. Amazon came to them and said, hey, here in central Indiana, can you train some uh, workers for us, apprentices, so so they can get these robotics, these, these, these high-tech, uh, really in-demand skills that we need for these fulfillment centers, which are very much uh, tech-focused uh, uh, in, in that regard. It has grown now into this latest announcement, which essentially uh, moves this program to the Vincennes campus. Amazon will be sending um, employees, apprentices from all over the country, hundreds of, of apprentices from Amazon going to Vincennes to train here and then go back and perhaps increase their pay by up to 40 percent. So it's a it's it's a it's a pretty big deal. But the other part of this story is how people have taken a look at four-year colleges and questioned whether mm-hmm. or not there's a value in all of those dollars. So bring back the two-year idea. Bring back the idea and something I love of apprenticeships. And we've proven now that we are no longer a sheepskin world, but rather we are a skills world where it matters more mm-hmm. than, the, than the name of the school on your degree. You, you know, I, I tell you, I, I think, you know, frankly, Tony, I, I think the name of the school still matters, but you are absolutely right when you talk about this being a skills uh, economy. What what skills do you bring uh, to the table? And Indiana is really fortunate to have some great four-year colleges and institutions, you know, public and private schools, uh, Purdue, IU, you know, on on down the list. Uh, But this whole concept of apprenticeships, uh, which big and has been big in Europe for many, many years, beginning to catch on here, and this whole thing that, hey, a four-year college degree is great, but you can make a great career, a very solid career with a two-year associate degree with, with getting credentials and upskill and continuing to upskill your, um, your, your talent base, if you will. And that's what this, v, to me, this VU-Amazon partnership could mean. And what I, what I think is interesting, we had Chuck Johnson, the president of Vincennes, on the show. He said, hey, we think this could be a model. Uh, so not just you know Amazon and the distribution and logistics sector, but why not do this kind of thing um, you know across other industries, whether it's uh, advanced manufacturing, the life sciences, all the things that Indiana is known for. Let's face it, we're the crossroads of America, our geography. We're in a great location. Uh, so you pair that with the ability to tell companies, hey, we not only have a great location, quality of life, cost of living, but we also – can get you the workers you need because talent is that uh, piece of the equation that's so critical. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. And, of course, 
uh, NCAA is coming here. <laughs> Big Ten moving their basketball tournament from Chicago uh, to Indy. So first, how did this come about? Second, will we see fans at that in Indianapolis? And what kind of money do we think that that's bringing? Yeah, you know, a couple things I think still to be determined. And, and really, I expect an announcement from the NCAA in terms of March Madness and the ability or how many fans might be able to uh, to attend those games. I expect that announcement really any time. Uh, key uh, basketball uh, person at the NCAA on the show a few weeks ago said early February that would be coming. So stay tuned on that. You know, the Big Ten, uh, and to me, there's no better place for Big Ten basketball, the tournament, than here, been going back and forth between India and Chicago. Uh, so, obviously, you know, the pandemic precipitated this. Uh, it was to be in Chicago this year. Uh, but well, the, the setup here in Indianapolis, the fact that, uh, you know, teams participating can just stay here uh, in Indiana after the tournament and continue on into March Madness. Plus, Indiana's known tra- in Indianapolis's track record in doing these kinds of things. It was a, it was a no-brainer. It had been talked about or rumored about for a while, and now it's official. And you talk about Mar- March Madness, all 67 teams and all the games of, of uh, the March Madness tournament, plus Big Ten men's basketball is going to be a crazy month and much needed, uh, as you know, Tony. We've talked about it a lot. The impact on tourism and hospitality has been, has been devastating. The estimate was $100 million for March Madness the Big Ten will add to that. So when we see uh, those dollar figures, those dollar <laughs> figures still, though, mean very, very limited participation from mm-hmm. we, the people. Uh, we yeah. just saw the Super Bowl take place. We just mm-hmm. saw that while they didn't have a fan you know, in every seat, they did indeed have fans. So yep. what are the odds that... Um, we will see people will see clearly enough to allow this to happen or is it going to be a thing where this is allowed to happen but nothing else you know we'll see i think i my personal feeling based on nothing other than just a gut feeling is that some fans will be allowed in and then you'll see a scenario perhaps like we saw at the super bowl which they did i thought they did a pretty good job with all the cardboard cutouts and then mixing in live people uh, to make it look uh you know, pretty, pretty full. And I think they had what, 25,000. So that's a big number, um, you know, down there, obviously only a fraction of the capacity, but I think we may see some mix like that. And, and, and I think it just depends the NCAA working very closely with local and state health officials on that, uh, on that piece. And again, I think we'll, we'll maybe hear something for, uh, fairly soon. Uh, one of the other stories happening there at inside Indiana business.com is Fisher's creating a task force to talk about community uh, needs for a community and recreational facility. Are they discussing the need for more activities for the people uh, of Fishers in terms of attracting business? Or are they talking about creating uh, like a, like a kick-ass park? I think this is uh, another attempt by Fishers to continue to, um, to, to brand itself as a place where, uh, businesses want to locate and relocate and families uh, can live, work and play. I think this is a, a task force that's going to be looking at things uh, like uh, a health and wellness center, an aquatic center. We've seen a number of cities around the state, smaller communities uh, put in these aquatic centers, uh, you know, community centers, centers of, of, of gathering, if you will. Uh, obviously, it would be a benefit beyond just fishers, but I, my thought is this is a, a vision by Scott Fadness and others up there to to put one more asset on the table to say, hey, 
you want to locate or relocate your business, you want to grow your business, this is the place you need to come. So they're going to come back, this task force, I think within the next uh, 120 days or so with some recommendations, and, and we'll see where it goes from there. And finally, uh, just because I need more competition, you're getting in the podcast game. <laughs> I am, and I'm excited about it, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, Business and Beyond is my podcast that I'm launching uh, as we speak. Uh, it's going to be a weekly conversation uh, with uh, 30 minutes with the biggest names, not just in business, but business, entertainment, politics, um, uh, you, you name it. That's, uh, that's who we're going to be talking to this week, the very first uh, podcast, and we're going to have it uh, every week. This week, it's IU football coach Tom Allen who is a fascinating guy. He, it was a really a great conversation. So we're, we're fired up about that. You can get, uh, get the podcast at Apple or wherever you, uh, you download uh, your, your content. And I look forward to never being invited as a guest. I really do look forward to Tony, never having that conversation uh, with you. Yeah. You, you are on the list, and it'll be fun. Uh, uh, I'm on the list. <laughs> we'll find out where soon enough. That's Gary Dick. From InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. I appreciate you taking the time.